The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Johnny. What's happening? Oh, another day, another podcast, you know. I hear you, I Speaking hear you. Speaking of another podcast, what's that amazing thing in front of you on the desk? I got a what? trophy today. What did we give you? We did. Um, where the hell is it? Hold on. What the hell is going on here? Oh, I, I mean, know I what the hell is going on. Have you got it? You want to figure that out and I can tell the folks what that yeah, is? Yeah, I got it. I got right. it. I can, there we go. There we go. So, I'll come to the chat. You guys probably can't see it, but I'll make him hold it up in a minute. In honor of being in a very, very uh, high percent, 2% of all podcasts last more than uh, this many episodes or more. But we, uh, Studio 21 and the United Podcast Network, uh, on a journey with a award today, if you will. So it's a congratulatory award for 250 podcasts. So Pit Life Barbecue has done 250 episodes. That is no small feat. As of May 16th. Yes. Yeah, so as of, sorry, we were a couple, we had to wait for it to get delivered. It wasn't. Yeah. Well, but yeah. These things well, We're further in than 250 now. But uh, yeah, 250 yeah, cool. podcasts. Congratulations. That is no small feat. It is, it is a massive thing in podcasting for people to last that long. They definitely drop off way sooner than that. So yeah. good job. Then we got the five years on the 8th. Yes. To, to, the, to, to the actual day. We're going to have a very special August show. 8th, 2018 was the first episode. Yeah. So that's so, yeah. going to be wild. So congratulations. We're going to have some fun. There's Daddy Dutch. There's Kathy. Happy place. What's up, brother? Judge Webb, what's going on? Matt Pereira, what's going on, brother? There's Mrs. Mags. Uh, so let's get into it, Chris. Oh, oh nice. Chrissy. Hello. How was fishing? Oh, you saw my person. Fishing was fun. I did pretty good this time. I, I, I almost didn't get sick, so I got a tiny bit nauseous, literally as we were going <laughs> home. Last time, last time I got sick. We, we went out and it was fine and about 30 minutes into like once we were sort of sitting there fishing, I got a little sick, but I took a nap for like 30 minutes and I actually, my body must have equalized and I was fine. I went back fishing. This time I made it through the whole thing other than 10 minutes before we were about to turn the boat around and go home. I was like, oh, I feel a little nauseous, but I didn't throw up this time. So I take that as a win. But yeah, it was great fun. We didn't catch any keepers, which sucked, but what a fun day out fishing off of, uh, was it Hampton? Yep. Yeah. You go to Hampton there up at the mouth of the Merrimack, I think for a striped bass. Yeah. Is it Merrimack? Uh, yeah, awesome fun. Super fun. And it was a great day for it. It wasn't too sunny. I didn't get sunburned. Yeah, it's a win. <laughs> didn't get sunburned, didn't puke, caught two fish. That's a win for me. Sounds good. <laughs> and on that note, today's yeah. show brought to you by... Oh, the number one best tasting shake on the planet, Uncle Steve's Shakes. Uncle Steve's Shake has is handmade, hand-measured, hand-mixed, and hand-packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 15 amazing flavors, including the newest additions, CJ's West Coast Shake, the Texas Cajun, and also the newest of the new All-American SPG, which is no sugar, no MSG, vegan, and keto-friendly. No matter what you 
you're eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. If you're more of a sauce person or you like sauce and shake, uh, go with my personal favorite is the peppery barbecue goodness of the sauce with no name. If you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on that website, have a look around. You're going to find some fantastic shake tips and recipes. You'll be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve's shakes are. And while you're online, head on over to Facebook and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations all the people all around the world are making using Uncle Steve's Shakes and maybe share some of your own, own on there too. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's Shake. Uncle Steve's Shake shakes them on everything. Today also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com, whether I'm barbecuing or not. I always keep the smoke rolling, thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Avo XO. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Also, today's show brought to you by MagnaChef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality gloves make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of MagnaChef, Alan Fonte knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the MagnaChef Gloves and the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for you to be able to get in and out of fast with the magnetic swivel plates. You can slip these gloves on and off with ease. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef Gloves has two fantastic options for you. The first is the classic MagnaChef barbecue glove made of food grade silicon, web fit for a firm grip, dishwasher safe, one size fits all and heat rated up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. They also have the second option, the Freedom barbecue gloves. It's a more traditional five finger flexible and pliable grip, 14 inch long cuff to perfect to protect your forearms. <laughs> Made of heat-resistant neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit, these gloves are going to help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of the MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com, that's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com today. Order yourself a pair of both, a pair of each, a pair of both, that's weird. Well, get a pair of both, that's four gloves in total, it's more money for Al. And check out, uh, at checkout, make sure you use the no promo worries. code FREEDOMLIVES for 10... I don't do math. That's why I do this. <laughs> Put in uh, code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. Magna Chef, barbecue gloves, master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves, take a stand, free your hand. Also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUS.com. Ian Hemming out of Magnolia, Texas, is creating what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating. From their dishwasher board, which is your standard size countertop board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36 inch brisket board, and the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. UV protected, deep lip reservoirs, <clears throat> the rubber discs on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, the boards will not slide on you, and no more... Stitches, accidental stitches because the board slid. These were put to the test this year in a major way. They did not move. They held up uh, multicolors available, multicolor combinations available, personal engraving, get the team name, 
put the alphabet on there for you if you want. Whatever you want on it, he can take care of it. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrs.com. That's the letter R, us.com. Uh, Rico, what's up? Chris Rosinski, Dan Kimball, what's up, brothers? Big Rome. Chris, good luck this weekend. If I'm not mistaken, you're heading down to PA for a double. So you'll be giving them hell on that one. Awesome. But yeah, a couple weeks I'll be with a bunch of these boys. Oh, and, boy. and I will also be with today's guest. You will. Finally, I get to meet Barbecue Mom. In person. In person. Yes. So that's going to be great. This whole event is going to be awesome. But let's find out more, shall we? Let's. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Barbecue Mom from Inclusive Barbecue Events, Mrs. Kathy Trainer. Kathy? Hello? Hello, Johnny. I'm very happy to be back again. I know I was with you early on. I think this is my third or fourth time on. I started, I think, in 2019. Right after you started, you had me on talking about Kids Q. So I'm very happy to be back. Oh, this is awesome. So, yeah, everybody's busy. Everything's going on. But you, before we even get into the Cora kids, is there something wrong with my microphone? No, I'm just messing with it. While you talk. Oh, I. Okay. Oh, Just there you go. I, I can tell. The, I can hear the difference in my ear going. You're, you're screwing with me yeah. right now. It's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. Before we get to talk about Cora Q, which is coming up in a couple weeks, you've been on You've been on a little barbecue venture of your own, so to speak. I have. You started in I've... Kansas City and ended in Austin. Tell me all about that. I was lucky enough to have my work need me to go to Kansas City for something. While I was there, I happened to find out that there was a judging class, which I've never been able to take it because I'm usually organizing them or getting the teeth to sign up. The unicorn in all this is that the high school barbecue league was cooking. So as barbecue mom, I'm like, this is great. They're cooking class. I get to meet them. I get there. I met two high school girls that... There was a contest that weekend in Butler, Missouri, and they weren't cooking. They just came back from nationals and placed fourth, but they weren't cooking. I'm like, why are you not cooking? It's right here in your hometown. So within a matter of hours, we got them set up to cook the whole weekend. I cooked with them Friday and Saturday to coach them. And then Sunday, let them be on their merry way to cook against some of the best cooks in all of barbecue in the middle of the Midwest. Um, so that was fun. And then, you know, did my work thing, traveled around to restaurants, got to, you know, got a slaps and go to Q39, but enjoyed Kansas City a lot for, you know, 10 days. And then I, Tom had to go to Austin at the end of that, which never happens that we travel for work. Like it mm-hmm. just happened, both of us travel and it happened to be Austin. So we did it up for 10 and a half straight days of just nonstop barbecue and barbecue family and meeting people and talking to pit masters and everything else. It was enjoyable. Oh, that's nice. Cause I, I had seen a couple of posts and like when you were still in Kansas city, you actually went to KCBS you, yes. and you know, you were talking with, uh, you talking with Rod for a while, Rod Gray. 
who has did. taken over. I got to meet with Rod Gray. We talked about Kids Q. We talked about Northeast and, you know, how it's expanding quite a bit and how much, you know, barbecue has, you know, gone to, you know, 25 to 27 teams, a contest and now 40, 50 teams, a contest. We are alive and well up here. That's great. And like you said, we worked and uh, then you worked down to Austin and it was it was so funny because it was destiny. I saw your post and I'm like, oh, you're in Austin. You were looking for someone. And I had said, oh, while you're in Austin, you need to go to Valentina's and get the real deal Holyfield, the breakfast taco. It is the best breakfast taco I've ever had. And Ryan Newland turned me on to it. He brought us there when we were down last October, picking up the pit. And then you had said that, oh, well, that's right around the corner down the street from the hotel. Okay, so now we're two for two. You need to go to, she wants to go to Valentina's. It's right down the street. So I call Ryan to see if it's possible, if he knows if they serve the real deal Holyfield at night, because it's one of their breakfast items. So from 7 or 8 to 11. You know, it's it's probably the most popular item on their menu, so you might be able to get it. I then get a message back from Kathy. She goes, it's destiny. She's watching Food Network. Dinah's driving and dives is on, and they're at Valentina's. <laughs> it had to have happened. It was wild. So you went, we went down there? Night. We went that night and we got to meet Miguel and Chris, the pitmasters. And unfortunately, when we got there, they were they were sold out of so much. And it's just because of Tom's work, we couldn't get there sooner. But yeah. we got some of their smoked sausage. Um, we got to see the pits in the back. And it's in a very cool, like, silo. Like, they yeah. had an old farm silo that they put the pits in. Um, just an outstanding place to go. I would highly recommend it if you're in Austin. Um, fun vibe. Lots of outdoor space if you want to walk around. Um, you know, excellent food. And the line moves quick. So you're, you know, oh, yeah. waiting a long time for it. Yeah, because when we got there, and it was at the original location, you were at the new location they just opened, I think within the past month, actually. But yeah, we got there right probably about 7, 7.30, and there was already, you know, 8, 10 people in line. And so, you know, we all, Ryan got there, we all got in, and it was fantastic. But did you try the sauce? That they have on all you the tables. You wanted to take the sauce home, and there's like a little thing that says, "If you take it out of the restaurant, it'll self implode." Sure. I was like, "I really want to take it home." <laughs> it is so good. I I don't even know what to call it. It's a mix between a barbecue sauce, a a salsa, and a hot sauce. It is yeah. absolutely incredible. It's it's got some tomato and vinegar notes to it, but then it does it kind of comes up with like a salsa heat to it. It, yeah. it has like every flavor you would want in it. Yeah, but yeah, the Valentina's is the way to go if you're in the Austin area. Check that out, Jeff Mullins. What's happening, Matt and Jenny? What's going on, Mister Hurst? Ken, what's going on, Matthew? So you. All that travel you got back, you're exhausted, but the show must go on. You had a goal set, and we are happy to announce today, well, at least I am. Kathy already announced it yesterday. 
she has hit the 50-team mark for Corex Care August 18th through the 20th in Hiram, Maine. So all the spots are filled. It is a full event. You got to be over the moon on this. I have said for a very long time, this is my favorite KCBS event on the planet. It, and, and it's not because it's a KCBS event. It has to do with the kids' queue. It has nothing to do with the teams are going to cook a rib one meat. The teams are going to cook masters. The teams are going to do peoples. It's all about the kids. But in order to make that happen, we need the teams there. So we have 50 KCBS master teams, 32 one meat rib teams. We have tons of teams doing people's choice, but we're going to have Right now, and that could change slightly, we have 12 kiddos cooking. And on top of that, we could have a couple more coming in from the hospital. So we could be up to 15 kiddos. And that's all that matters in that whole weekend. It doesn't matter how anybody places or gets calls. It's that it's the children. And then the end of the day, the Humphreys do an amazing job on the rib auction. And that auction brings the teams together, brings the kids together, and brings the community together to show what barbecue is all about. Yeah. Now, let's hold that rib auction for just one second. So this is Cora Cares in August in Hiram, Maine, like we said, but it has to do with the Shriners and their, um, all their hospitals and all their um, <clears throat> children charities and everything they do. But this event this is more, much more than a barbecue contest with a festival. I get the, now I have not been. This will be my first time. I'm getting, in my mind, I'm picturing, this is like an entire town and surrounding town area festival. I know in the description, you know, there's the kids' queue. There's the one meet, people's choice, master series. But there's an ice cream social, there's cornhole tournaments, there's this rib auction that you were just speaking of. This, this is even almost bigger than a festival, in how I'm picturing it, understanding it. It takes over the whole town. So Hiram is a small to medium-sized town in Maine, about 35 minutes from Ulm. North Conway, 45 minutes from from Kittery and then 50 minutes from Portland. So like it, it's got a lot of little towns in the area and people can get to it. But starting Friday afternoon, they involve a, there's a parade for the town. There's, you know, they have a motorcycle run as an ATV run. So like it's really important because because the community can be involved in every step of the day. Um and it, it integrates barbecue really well because sometimes festivals are hard for the community because they may take up extra resources, but the fairgrounds really allows for everybody to be involved. And this really wouldn't be possible without Brent Tangway from the Shriners as well as Nicole and Chad Humphreys because they helped start this event almost four or five years ago now. Um, so they really have grown this to an event that the town wants to be part of, the, the area Communities want to be judges start booking in early to get this as well as teams. So it's really brought in a wide range of people to support the hospital. Yeah, that's that's great. You know, and there's Humphrey Smokers right there, as a matter of fact. Right on time. But now we got that 
set the rib auction this intrigues me what is a rib auction and how does this work so this goes back to the credit of Chad and Nicole Humphreys. Um, they started this as a way to have a fun fundraiser with leftover meat from Saturday's contest. So teams are given a couple racks of ribs to cook, and then they turn them in for KCBS. But at the end of the day, they turn their leftovers over to Chad and Nicole so that they can run an auction. And this auction is hilarious. Chad is an amazing auctioneer. Nicole keeps them engaged and they just go and they estimate the weight of the ribs. They, you know, they tell fun facts about the teams. They, they have other raffle items available and teams start betting against you. They're like, no, I want to find out who the last place team is. No, I want to find out who the first place team is. Nobody wants these ribs today. I'll buy them. Like, you know, it's a fun atmosphere. The community tries to buy them too, because they can, they can go home with leftovers too. Um, But it's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's, you know, it's, it's entertaining, but it, it, you know, you see the excitement as the teams come over to see the auction and the, you know, community comes in and the Shriners get excited because they see all the teams get excited and Chad and Nicole just run it perfectly. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Cause I was like, I'm like, what the hell is a rib auction? I've never heard of this. And I'm like, well, maybe they do. And it's like, okay. But yeah, that's exactly how it is. It's like, that's cool. That's cool. So that's going to be Saturday night? Yes, that's Saturday evening. There'll be awards at 5 o'clock, and then we'll go right into the rib auction. And, you know, it'll it'll take, you know, 32 teams. You know, we can set, you know, some amazing fundraising goals. Oh, the Humphreys are saying the goal this year is to raise $10,000 at the rib auction. So absolutely, I think we can do it. Absolutely, let's positivity here. This is going to be fantastic. I'm so I'm so excited. So let's start on the. We're going to go through the whole weekend. Let's start on Friday. Friday is for the competitors is load in day. Yes, so teams can start arriving around one o'clock. Tom. Myself and some Shriners will be there to get them parked. So, you know, we want to make sure that they get set up. Their water and power is available to them. They can, you know, make sure that they have ample space. Um, And then Friday night is an ice cream social. You know, that's is the time where the teams can go down and socialize a little bit with the Shriners, but also just have a good time with themselves. Um, Who doesn't love ice cream? You know, it's it's a lot of fun to have. Um, And, you know, it's it's fun to kick back after you've been driving for a while and you're hot and sweaty from like setting up and things like that. So ice cream is always a good bet for teams. Um, Saturday morning, that's where we start the ball rolling. You know, we start with meat inspections, more teams will arrive. We have a cook's meeting for one meet, as well as the children finally get to meet their adult, their adult pro teams. You know, we, we have, we, we have them meet them before through email and phone calls, but that first face to face is just so magical to see the pro teams get excited to meet the hospital children and what they do. And some of the teams are really funny. They'll, they'll try to get them a t-shirt or they'll give them extra rubs and sauces. And, you know, and then you have all the kids Q teams come together to meet everybody for the first time. And you'll see kids running through the field. They'll be going to get hamburgers and hot dogs and it's just the kids are just out playing like it's yeah. you know away from the electronics and tablets they just have a really good time oh that's fantastic so 
So th- that's that's the kids. Now, so the kids queue, if I'm not mistaken, they're cooking chicken. And breast, yep. It's donated to them so the children don't have any, you know, meat costs so that they can really learn how to cook, whether it be, a, you know, a regular kids queue team or a child from the hospital. They're just, you know, they're giving them creativity to make anything they want. And I've kind of seen some kids start cooking. So I've seen some creativity come out. And I know some of the hospital children that visit, they've got some ideas on their plate already. I even had a mom emailing, is it okay if we cook this? You know, they they are already getting those creative minds going. Okay. Um, here's, here's a question. Are there more kids than, I guess, teams, as in like hosts, if you will, if that's the right, you know? So right now, all of our kids are paired. But that doesn't, we are expecting three more children possibly. And as they come in, I have teams that when they sign up, they, they volunteer to say they can help. And we always try to have a backup in case something happens. So I have a good group of teams that kind of come to me like, I can help, I can jump in, or, you know, I'm available to like back up a team. So we do have, and, and often, you know, teams are bummed. They're like, they're like, oh, I can't help. What do you mean I can't help? I'm like, there's always room for help. Like I can always find a place to help and, you know, put you in a place to help. So we, we have a good list of teams that, you know, want to jump in and help any child really learn how to cook because it's what they like to do. Yeah. Because I, t- I talked to my two jokers, and neither one of them want to partake in the kids' queue. So, I don't know. I, I think Holly took her second-place stake at Riverfest a couple years ago and rode into the sunset, one and done, one call, and she's done. And JJ kind of, JJ's JJ. But neither one of them do. So, if you need somebody, another team, put me down. I will make sure they that don't that want to do it. We Someone need a team else. or a back. Yeah, do that. That'll be great. So the 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 looks so the looks on the kids' face, they really get excited about it. And they get excited, but I don't know who's more excited, the kids or the teams. Yeah. Like the team, you feel it in the teams, you feel it in the cooks meeting, you know, the the teams like lean in and kind of like, what else is going to happen? You know, what else can do? And you get to awards and there's like not a dry eye because you have all these kids that have worked so hard to meet each other, meet teams, cook together, um, you know, and, and make those bonds. And they all get excited to hear their name called and get awards. And it doesn't matter that ribs were, you know, ribs is the next category up. They're like, we just care about the kids queue. And the kids are, you know, they're hanging out together that night and everything else. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, Kent, I wish we had a time out option because we'd time his ass out. Chrissy, ask, please ask Kathy what pro team she paired Johnny up with. Ha, ha, Hey, Kathy, ha. what pro team has she you paired Johnny up with? Where could I pair Johnny? <laughs> Let's see. John, that's going to take me a little while to make sure we find the right pair for you. But if you'd like, I can get back to you on that. Get back to me. It's going to be a while. <laughs> I think that's kind of why I'm a one-man one man operation. You know, I'm surprised Mrs. Mag still tolerates me just to run the boxes. <laughs> but I think she's, she's legally bound to me. You know what I mean? She might want that break. That's why she's asking to run the boxes. <laughs> Good point. Good point. She's probably laughing right down the street right now, listening to us. JB. Oh, we have TV famous 
joining us right now, Mr. Jonathan Barton from Barton's Barbecue. If you did not see his handsome devil face in episode two of Barbecue USA, getting one of his calls at Hempstead. Yep. His 30 seconds of fame, but hey, it's 30 seconds that most people don't get, sir. Okay, Gray, what's happening? Um, so we're at the kids' queue Saturday, on Saturday. Is there anything planned on Saturday night? Obviously, not the, the, probably the cooks' meeting and all that, That's- but... Saturday night is nice. You know, we do the rib auction and then we there's um, music and entertainment that night. Um, there's a huge stage, so they do stuff there. There's food. Um, there's, you know, a couple different food vendors there as well as a um, individual, like um, a little shack that, you know, helps the Shriners Hospital as well. Um, so there's, there's different things to do there. And then we do go into Cook's meeting um, just to kind of, you know, double check some rules real quick and, you know, get the teams together one last time before it's go time on Sunday. Okay. You know, in through the other, the other competitions uh, and events are pretty closed off, I'd, I'd say. You know, anybody who's competing, you know, some family members, some friends come down, hang out. Is this one really, because it's that whole event thing, is it kind of like open to the public you're gonna have people walking around and checking out asking questions you know probably possibly spurring a few more teams to finally throw their hat in the ring if you will recruiting always recruiting always um i would say saturday definitely you're gonna see a lot of public walking around they're gonna want to take a look at like what are you doing why are you here you know what are your smokers like Sunday, you probably won't see as much traffic. You may see people from the hospital walking around or from the Shriners walking around. Just to, They like to see you know teams they've seen before or meet new teams. You may see them on Sunday, but Saturday would be the day that you would anticipate a lot of traffic. Okay. Okay. That's going to be cool. That's going to... Because normally the traffic is just all of us. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I ran out of butane for my lighter. You got some? <laughs> Back and forth and... All this. So then we get into Sunday, which is the Masters Series. So the regular four, uh, four meat category. Yes. Chicken, ribs, shoulder, and brisket. Correct. And then a but little- there's something special about this right now. It is a little early because the KCBS cycle with the Jack just it, it closes in a couple days. But as it stands right now. This event is slated to be an auto as long as no other contests start in Maine between now and July 1st. So this is like the first one early in the series for New England. But right now it's slated to be an auto. Slated to be an auto for 2023 or 2024. Because I believe 24. 24, Because I believe they actually stop uh, July 31st. Correct. For this year. Okay, so this will be the auto for 24. It's it's slated to be that way. You can't say it because it's so early in the season, but right now there doesn't look like there's any other contest on the horizon. But if it does, that means that the winner of this is an auto to the jack. Ooh. See, that's that dangling carrot. Little something extra to 
really pay attention and, you know, give your absolute best. You know, I like I said, I can't wait. I'm so excited about this. Hey, you know, meet up with, finally meet you in person, meet Tom, meet, get back together with everybody. <clears throat> you know, because I did the, the Granite State back in June and, you know, Obviously, I know Matt, Rico, I know Rico, Rico wasn't able to, he had a, he was doing one of the, an event for one of the hardware stores, but you know, I met Dan and Kristen and they, they were wonderful. And if, I, b- believe it or not, and I have a bet on who's going to be the first comment on this one, I'm a bit shy. When I don't know people, I kind of... I'm a bit standoffish. So I kind of, at the beginning, stayed in my area. You know, I was in between Matt and Dan, you know, so that, that was great, you know. Everybody had welcomed me in. But then, you know, the other guy, everything else is like, you know, here I am running my mouth every Tuesday, but you see me at, at the conference like, nothing. Church mouse, you know. It's a little... It takes a little to find yeah, a group. But then, you, um, know, you know, your first couple, that's normal. But we, that's why we invite everybody to come out. You yeah. know, you may know them online. You may know them, you know, from chats and things like that. But once you get in person, that's when you start to build that barbecue family. You know, you start to make those bonds and you know the teams you can go run to when you forget things like gloves or butter or whatever. You know, you find that quick, easy access to the, t- you know, the person you've been talking to all along. Oh, Yeah. You know, no, don't get me wrong. Come Sunday morning, oh, I was I was ready to go with everybody. You know, the, the ice was broken. I was out of my shell. You know, I was having a ball. So that's why I'm looking so looking forward to this one. And it was funny because you you know you and I have a lot of interaction. You know, all, away from the show, or you know, and I remember the the the. The day I signed up for Chorus Care, <laughs> you know, and also I, I, I got to give a shout out. Thank you to Ryan Newland of Backline Fabrication because my Cora Cares is actually Cook is being sponsored by Backline Fabrication in this event. So thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. But the day I signed up, I was on the phone with him. And we were signing up, getting ready, and literally hit enter, send. I get the confirmation email back. Then in my ear, earbuds, I hear ding. And, and, and it was you. You just made my day. Because <laughs> that was actually off of, was it Jamestown? Where we had... Ran into all the weather and yes. and and all that. So you uh, know, Somerset, Somerset, Somerset. We ran into weather. Like teams lost easy ups. Teams lost, you know, clothing. We we lost our turn in tent. Like we lost everything. Yeah, and you know, you, you can't you can't hand take mother. You can't control mother nature, but you 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 take it, this in which very seriously 
And personally, so you just felt terrible for everybody. So to get that notification that I finally signed up after, you know, I got, I'm Kathy, I'm going to cook in the, a couple of these events. I promise you, promise you, then to get that confirmation, oh, you were, you were, you were through the roof. I was ecstatic because like I said, we, you know, the first time we were on the show was in 2019 and to be able to finally meet you in person, I'm like, this is great. You know, we've had multiple conversations on and offline about barbecue and where it's at and just other topics, even just talking about teens that are similar ages and things like that. You know, it, it's finally nice to put a face to the name. Oh, for sure. For sure. Kent wants you to know that it's his job to harass me. It I is. welcome it. It is. It is his job. That's what we do. Um, let's see. Do we got anything? Did I miss it? I haven't been really paying attention. No, we got the goal. The rib auction. And just the boy saying hi and everything. But, yeah, I am so looking forward to this. I got, I got, I'm going to have the whole crew with me, you know. So I got Mrs. Mags. I got the kids. I got the pups. It, it, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild, but yeah, just to see everybody, because I've been itching. I've been itching since that first one. It's like, damn it, you know, because I'm trying to, was trying to coordinate work and getting the days off in order to sign up, but then some of them were already filled, and the days at work were filled for the comps that weren't, and, you know, so being in there, since and the, the rain hasn't stopped which hasn't helped either but it's like goodness but yes we are three weeks away 50 teams so let's get to that w was 50 the original goal or you know did you base it off of last year's and you got to a certain number at, at a certain date and go huh, we might be able to pull this off. So my original goal was 40 because the most we've ever had is 32. So I wanted to hit like another race round number. So I said 40 and we hit 40 pretty quick. And I was like, all right, we can get to 50. That's only 10 teams. I think deep down now that like, you know, Somerset came in at uh, Somerset, um, Jamestown came in at 48. This one's coming in at 50. I think my goal now is always 50 because post COVID, you know, before COVID, we were barely hitting 25 per contest. So even down to like Miller's backyard barbecue would split up. We would split up to try to get to 25 so we could get those qualifiers for the Jack. I knew that after COVID there were more teams there had to be. So I started going into all the barbecue groups. I'm in like 40. I don't like, I don't ever not post, but we found teams. We found them. And I'm like, you need to come. Like we're giving back to charity and you love to cook. Those are two things that are just made in barbecue heaven. Um, so my original goal was 40. And as I got talking more to like Brent Tangley and, you know, casually chatting with Nicole, I knew that we could get higher. I knew that we could have it happen because there's teams out there that want to give back and they know what the event is about because it's a long running event. Yeah. Now, 50 teams, you hit, we hit the goal. Where are the, where's everybody coming from? Because there's some people coming quite a long way for this Correct. event. 
Um, so we were supposed to have a team come from Texas and they shifted plans, but our farthest team right now is coming from Virginia. Okay. Um, and that is no small feat. That's going to be a 12 hour drive for them. Um, just to get there. Most of our teams are coming out of new England and New York and New Jersey. We have, um, one team coming from Canada. We have, you know, just, we have judges coming from like Arkansas and Texas. We have like, we have people coming like, and the team that wanted to come for Texas, like he, he called me and he's like, I I just can't make it. I'm like, it's okay. Like next year's another year. Like we've got other contests, you know, make sure you, you know, make the travel this way. And when I was in the Midwest, I was able to talk to the teams as well. And they're, they're intrigued to the structure of the event because not many events pair, pro teams with children to learn how to cook. A lot of times the kids are off cooking by themselves. And that's not, you know, that's not how you get kids involved. It's, you know, creating that atmosphere where everybody's welcomed to keep them cooking. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So they're coming all out for this event all over the country. And, you know, like I said, I I think it was, was it the Texas team when they originally still trying, they were trying to, um, you were trying to get drums for them because that's what they oh, cook on normal. Texas, the Texas team, we had a set of drums. So Tom and I, when we don't cook, we have a set of four drums that are available. As more teams come in and out of area, that's when we have to try to source. There was another team coming from them that wanted to come from the Midwest. And we just, we ran out of drums. Like everybody kind of sourced what they could, but we, we couldn't, we're just running out of equipment up here because so many people want to visit, which is a good problem to have. Yeah. I joked that I should buy four more sets of drums. So we have, you know, two out of area teams at all times. Um, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, on load in day, is it is it is it like first come first serve and just line everybody up? So yeah, if um, anybody wants to be around each other, kind of meet up on the road and oh, all yeah. roll in together. My, it's much safer and easier if we do park as they arrive. Um, we do might have to move teams depending upon if they have a really long rig or like they have. Like if there's something we're aware of, like how their setup might need a little more space, but for the most part, it is first in first out because it's just safer to get everybody parked And the way the, the way the fairgrounds is set up, there's two different sides to park people. So parking 50 teams, as you imagine, it, it takes a little bit. So we want to make sure that we can park opposite sides at the same time. So Tom and I kind of have a rhythm on how that works, but we know teams are like, could I be next to this team? Could I be next to this team? You'll be a minute, a walk away. I know it's not ideal not yeah. to be next to them, but I promise we'll get you parked and you'll have a good time. <laughs> you know, cause that's what me and Matt did. We, we met up in the, in the Budweiser parking lot <laughs> and, and rolled in together. And, uh, and we had a spot saved for Dan. And Dan's talking, the drinks hit him hard at Somerset. Woo! Woo! But, oh, man, I'm telling you, the 922 that they do is outstanding. Kristen and Dan oh. of 16 Mesh are they bring 922 to a whole nother level. Oh like God. even when you get to the Midwest, like what is this 922 you're doing? Like we just have plastic cups. I'm like, oh, no, oh. we are high class out this way. They went out. They... At the Granite State, they had flavors, five or six flavors. Which one do you want? Do you want the pineapple? Oh, do you want the chocolate cake, the pina colada? It's like, oh, my goodness. I go, you guys are killing me here. 
it brought a tear to my eye. It really did. All We're that beautiful that drinks. Rico took the 922 this time. Yeah. I will put it out there to the teams. I didn't have anybody take Wild Child yet. All right. All right. I'm not good at math, so I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bad at math and I'm bad at lists, so I'm out for the wild child. I'm I'm in for the wild child, but I ain't running the wild child. <laughs> but Kathy, <coughs> thank you so, Chris. They 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 own the nine twenty two. They they really do. They're they're fantastic. I can't wait to see them again. They but, are an outstanding, generous team. They they truly understand what barbecue is about. Yeah. And, I, you know, we had a great time. We had a great time. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Me looking forward to catching up with everybody. And But, Kathy, once again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything you do in the, for the New England barbecue community and outside of the New England barbecue community with your travel, with your reaching out for people. And you're awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. And this is gonna, thank you. And thank you for letting us have a spot in this because I don't think it would be possible unless we had podcasts like this to get the word out. Hell yeah. We're in this together. We're all in this together. We were just talking. We were joking around earlier that, you know, Joe Rogan's at 2,000. I'm at 250. You know, but he does two or three a day, three, four days a week. You know, I wish we could get to that point because, oh, because then the, then the scheduling will be real easy. I can just go right down the list and shorten this damn list, you, you know. And I'm actually going to try out some stuff at the, this event, too. Good. For get some content, content little yes. quick interviews there with a bunch go. of the teams. Ooh. Get to meet some more people. Look at that, 250 episodes, and you're stepping it up. Hell, yeah. And I've got to get ready for uh, Houston because I'm going to pull Ooh, that stunt yeah. down there, too. Somehow, some way, that one's that's going to be a whole different animal mm-hmm. on you know getting access to some of the guys and but Cora cares August eighteenth through twentieth Hiram Maine be there be square if you're not coming if you're not competing come on out if you're in the area it's a great cause it's for the children who don't like ice cream. Come on now. Who don't like ribs? I might have been known to put in a rib in ice cream from time to time. Try it. Don't knock it. You'll love it. You'll thank me later. But, Kathy, once again, thank you so much, and i looking forward to catching up with you that entire weekend. Thank you, John and Chrissy. See you soon. All right. Hang on one sec. I'll jump right back with you. LFA, what's up? Mad Max. Awesome, Chrissy. Sounds like it's going to be a blast. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm ready to yeah. go. I'm working on my meat right now. Just got to give make the calls, and it's set. And, uh, and we're ready to go. Yeah. Woo-hoo. That's right. What do we got next week? Do you know? Next week, nothing yet. I have messaged a uh, gentleman... And uh, I shot him some dates. I'm waiting to hear from him. Uh, Mr. Ani Tex. Ani Segovia. Awesome. Great guy. Fun guy. So we're... Uh, I'm just waiting to hear back from him. Oh. Then we got the, uh, the the fifth anniversary on the, uh, on the 8th. 
And then we keep rolling from there. Fantastic. I'm right around the corner from 500. I know. Think about that, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Catch us on all the social media links listed down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.